We are up to Daf Yudalin Amad Aleph. Page 14a, we're up to the Mishnah, five lines from the top of the page. All right, here we go. Learn some Tyra. There's going to be some rules that we are familiarizing ourselves with as far as Hilchas Toma. And I would like to introduce each rule as we reach that uh, part of the Gemara where it's necessary to add it in instead of having what general uh, overload of information. If there's ever a time where um, I may take for granted that the Eilam is familiar with a Halacha and Hilchas and it's not coming out clear, please stop me and uh, make sure that I am articulating it and being masvered, explaining it um, in hopefully the clearest fashion possible. So here we go. As we approach each rule, we'll pause and reflect on the on that halacha. Zok the Mishnah, Rabbi Hanina Sagan Kaihanim Aimer, Rabbi Hanina Sagan, who was the assistant Kain Gadol, said, Mimeyam Shal Kaihanim, in all the days that I served in the Beis HaMikdash, in all the days that I was in the Beis HaMikdash, and he was there for quite some time, okay? Lainimnu milisrei fesabosar shenitba bevladatum. Very important that we translate this properly. The Kehanim were never afraid. They didn't hold back. They never refrained from burning meat that was a Rishon Litum. So, here we go. Here's halacha number one. Very important to know. There are four categories of things that can become tummy. A person could become tummy, what we call Adam. A vessel could become tummy, that's called Kalim. Food could become tummy, that's called Eichlim. And Mashkin could become tummy, that's called beverages. Drinks, liquids. In this Mishnah, we're going to be focusing, as we'll see, both on Eichlin and Mashkin. Now, here's how Tumma works. A source of tuma is called an avatuma. For example, a person who's a zav, a zava, a sharetz, that's all an avatuma. Interestingly, a corpse, a dead body, is referred to as avi avosatoma. Now, an avatuma means the father of impurity. All right? So in other words, what's the father? The source of a child. So an Abba means there's a source. A corpse is an Aviyah vice. What's the practical ramifications of that? A person who touches a, an Adam, touches a dead body, becomes an Avatoma. Seder? Now the way Tomo works is that every item that follows, that touches the Tomo, takes on one level down in rank, the level of impurity. So if you have a corpse, which is an aviavos hatoma, and I touch the corpse, I'm an avhatoma. Now I touch a vessel. That vessel is called a rishon latoma. It's first. Something else touches that vessel. It's now a shani. Now bear in mind, most things that touch a shani cannot become dummy. Most things stop at Shani. It's not true primarily by 
Kodshim and Shuma, by things that are holy, things can even become a Shlishi and Revi, a Truma could become Shlishi and Revi, okay? But most things that are Chulin, if they touch a Shani Latuma, do not become Tummy. Any questions? Clear? Okay. Now, says the Mishnah again. Rabbi Chanina Seganak Yehanim Aymrim. Rabbi Chanina Seganak Yehanim says, I never saw Kayhanim holding off or refraining from, from burning meat that became Tomei, Bivlat HaToma. So they're either a Rishon or a Shani. I never saw the Kayhanim refraining from burning Rishon or Shani Truma that became Tomei. Imbasar Shinitma Ba'avatoma with meat that is an Avatoma. Now let me ask you a question. Why would they refrain? I'll tell you why. The halacha is, the Torah gives us a mandate. Thou shall not allow truma to become tummy. Why? Why can't truma become tummy? So, right now, we're not sure. But I'll tell you the study. I'll tell you the sides over here. If Truma can't become Tame, because once it's Tame, the Kaihanim can't eat it. So then Rega, one second. I should if it comes to burning it, why can't I burn Truma with something that's Tame? It's just gonna touch in the fire and immediately be destroyed anyway. Why should I safeguard it? You get where we're going. If the whole purpose of not allowing Truma to become Tame is because you don't want it to get ruined. Maybe a kayan could eat it. Now you get, if I'm throwing it into, if I let me throw tahar truma and tummy truma together into a fire, because what's the worst thing that'll happen? It'll touch and become tummy. It's on its way out the door anyway. It's got one foot in the grave, the other one in a banana peel. You know what I mean? It's being burnt. It's gone. A big deal. But if you're not allowed to make something tummy because there's a safeguard. You can't make truma tummy. That's why. The Tyrus says it. You gotta make sure truma. So then you gotta be careful about allowing it to become and you're not allowed to burn tummy truma with tahar truma. So far so good? Alright. Now here's the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this says Rabbi Khanina Sagana Kehana. What about if I have an Avhatuma? Of truma that now needs to be burnt. Can I take tummy truma that's a shani? It's also tummy, but it's not an av hatuma. It's currently a shani hatuma. Can I burn a shani hatuma with an av hatuma? What's the issue? Because if a shani hatuma touches an av hatuma it now becomes a Rishon because it touched an Avatuma. It touched the Sheretz, right? It touched something that's a source of tummy. So now the Shaila is in the Mishnah, okay, even if we're going to say you're not allowed to burn Tame Truma with Tahar Truma, but what about if I have two Trumas that are Tame on different levels? And by me allowing them to touch... It's going to raise the level of one's tuma. Right now, one's a source of tuma. One's a shani. If the shani touches the source, 
the Shani is going to go up a level in Tumah and become a Rishon. If we get this calculation, we're good for the mission. Any questions on this? I never saw the Kahanim refrain from burning different levels of Tumah and Basar Shidba Baba Tumah. Shani HaTumah with an Abba Tumah. Afal Pishmai Sifin Tumah Al Tumasai. Even though by burning the two type of Trumas together, you're going to be elevating the Tumah of one of them. I never saw the Kahanim making an issue out of it. Haisif Rabbi Akiva Ba'amar. Rabbi Akiva added on and he said, Mimeyam Shok Kahanim. In all the days of the Kahanim. Shes. Never did they hold off from lighting oil of truma that became tame through touching a tvulyaim, somebody who went to the mikvah um, but does not yet have sundown, so he's not completely tar, and now he touches the oil, says Rabbi Akiva, they, they would continue to use that oil of truma, even though it came in touch with a tvulyaim, and they never refrained from using that oil with a ner that became tame with a tame mace, because they're both usher to use, except one's ha- one has a higher level of truma of tuma. It's not an issue to to add to the tuma of the lower tful yom dika impurity. Even though you're raising the level of impurity of the oil, until now it was only tame through a tful yom. And now it's becoming tummy through by touching uh, by putting it into a lamp that is tummy. And Bikiva says once it's tummy, same thing. It's tummy. There's no issue of adding to tuma. The whole issue is creating initial tuma. Amar Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says From these halachas, we're learning the following. That when it comes to the laws of Pesach, when you're when you're lighting up your chametz. Before the Zman Iser, the prohibition of eating chametz, you're allowed to burn tahar truma, that's chametz, together with tame. Why? One second. The first two cases were two things that are tame, are touching each other as they go into the fire. Both halachas we say it's okay. Says Rabbi Meir, you can learn out from here that when it comes to Erev Pesach and I'm burning my truma, you can learn out from here that you can even burn tahar truma, completely tahar truma, with tummy truma. No, that's a bad, uh, bad assumption. And the Gemara will get into this. Bad assumption, Rabbi. I'm not going for this. They agree. That uh, Yutaka have to burn tar chametz and tamei chametz of truma separately. Aman echlu words their machlekes al tuli al If you have truma which uh, were in doubt whether it became tamei and other truma that's a certain tamei, then they agreed that when it comes to erev Pesach, Sherebi Lezra Imer Tisar Vizula Atzma Vizula Atzmai, you got to do each one separately. Vibishua Imer Shteim Kaachas that you can burn both the Suffolk truma and the tamei truma together, but they both are going to be in agreement. You cannot burn Tahar Truma on Erev Pesach with Tomei Truma on Erev Pesach. The Gemara will go through why Rabbi Meir made this assumption that if you can add Truma when it when you when, if you can add Tuma when it comes to Truma, then oh, you should certainly be able to burn something that's totally Tahar on Erev Pesach with something that's totally Tomei. What's the Shaykhis? 
we'll get into that. For the time being, we're now going to start the Gemara. And the Gemara is now just going to ask on the first part of the Mishnah. And the Gemara says like this, Michdi, let's see. If you have meat that in the first place was only tume as a Vlad Hatuma. So, what does Vlad Hatuma mean? It's a child. So, it's either a Rishon or a Shani. It's either a Rishon or a Shani. But Kisarif Le'Bahadei Bas Hashitva If let's say you burn it with meat that became Tame through an Avatoma, so what's that meat? A Rishon. What's happening? The Shani meat is touching the Rishon meat. What's it going to make the Shani meat? Shani. Same thing. Same as you. Yeah? <laughs> That's what I just said. Who's on first? So what, what do you mean, who, who's adding? What do you mean they're adding? Where are you adding the Duma? You have a Shani that's touching a Rishain. What's the worst that's going to happen? It'll become a Shani. It is a Shani. So what's the question? We're dealing with a Shani Atoma, touching a Shani Atoma. The Havale Shlishi. In other words, originally this thing, since it's Truma, Truma is allowed to be a Shlishi. Truma is allowed to be a Shlishi. So originally it was a Shlishi. Now it's touching a Rishain, so the Shlishi is becoming a Shani. Because of our Shlishi Mutrulas Shani. And Rafin Sagan Kahanim said that all my days in the base of Mikdash, I never saw the Kahanim refraining from burning a Shlishi Hatoma with a Rishain Hatoma. The Shlishi would become a Shani. We're not Makbid. It's okay. Says the Gemara, one second. Even if you're going to tell me a Shlishi could become, could become a Shani. But why is it even becoming a Shani? Here's another rule that we have. Food that's Tameh, that touches other food, does not make other food Tameh. This is a new halacha. We didn't talk this in our explanation. Like I said, as we go through, we're going to learn a new thing. There's four things that become Tameh. An Adam, a person, a keli, a vessel, Eichlin umashkin, food and drink, liquid. The rule of Eichlin is, food that's Tameh, that touches other food, does not make that other food Tameh, unless there's specific uh, uh, circumstances. I might think it does, it is metame other food. No, the terrorist says, only liquid that touches, uh, when there's liquid on a food, and then the food that's wet touches food, does it now, is it now capable of becoming tame? So even, so what am I doing here? I'm throwing two pieces of meat into the fire, of truma into the fire. It's not going to be an issue because I have one piece of meat, it's a salad. Touching another piece of meat in the salad. Not only is it not going to be elevated in Toma, Toma's not transmitted food to food. It's not going to be transmitted at all. So once you have Khanina's got, oh, in all my years, the base of Mechikahanam didn't refrain. Yeah, of course not. Because it doesn't give off Toma. Food doesn't give Toma to other food. Now, we'll see if this is true. Zuck the Gemara like this. Makes sense. Korn Tabayu says, by Shanuel Bechulin. Only chulin food cannot be metame. Other chulin food, okay. But truma, but truma and kachim food can be metame other food. Okay, so now the Mishnah makes sense. It makes sense why there's, there may be a concern of it touching. Ah, it's a salad and a salad. Okay, but it's kachim. And by salad and a salad, kachim, it does become tame. The whole rule of food not being metame other food is strictly by chulin. Our Mishnah is dealing with truma. 
could transmit Tumma. So Shapir, if you follow that opinion, Beseder, the Mishnah flows very nicely. But Elalir Avina, Mishmei the Rav, Adam Avrakor the Ravina, who quotes Rav to say, Mikramali Divrakasa, when the Torah says the Pasuk of Ki Yutan Mayim, that the water specifically has to be on the Zera in order to transmit. So now I got a problem. What are you going to say? What's Rav Hinesgan talking about? Oh, they never made a concern about Dorn Tavar. Yeah, of course not. Because food doesn't transmit Tuma to other food, whether it's Kachim, whether it's Shuma, whether it's Hulin, according to Ravina's quoting, according Rabba's opinion. It doesn't become, it doesn't become uh, Tame. So, of course, uh, the Kahanim were uh, never refrained from burning them together. What's his Chiddush? Ever the Gemara, Hokamai Skidon. What are we dealing with over here? It's a wet piece of meat. So we're not dealing with a salad and a salad that can't transmit tuma. The meat itself has fluid on it, has liquid. Since it has fluid on it, so now there's fluid, which is capable of transmitting tuma from one piece of truma to the other. And that's why there would be a concern. And is coming along and letting us know that oh, once it's in the fire, there's no concern. Why does he got to say, oh, the uh, one meat gets thrown in there with another piece of meat that had touched an avatuma? That's not the point. Ask the Gemara, you should just say, when one piece of meat is thrown into a fire that has liquid on a piece of meat, then, in other words, mentioned, it's like Iker Chazim and Asefer. If the whole Chiddush is that there was liquid on the original piece of meat and still doesn't transmit tuma, so mention the liquid. Ella rather, granted, the, what we need to answer is that uh, food does not give off tuma to other food biblically. However, Midrabana does give off uh, food without liquid, does give off tuma. And the mailer of Kahanim is letting us know that something that's Midrabana. It would be a rabbinic problem for, let's say, a shlishi hatuma to be raised to a sheni. Once, say, he's telling, letting us know, once it's in the fire, it becoming a sheni is of no concern to us. Period. End of the explanation of Reb Hanina Saganaka Hanim's Chiddush. All right, Klar. Two dots, six lines, uh, seven lines from the bottom. Of the page, Rabbi Kiva added on that the same thing that there's no issue of adding uh, tuma when it comes to uh, truma in the fire when it was being burnt is also they didn't make an issue with the uh, oil that had become tummy through a tful yaim of uh, putting it together with uh, in, into a, um, a lamp that was tummy through an avatum. Let's see. If Shemesh becomes tummy through a tful yaim, what level of impurity does it have? The oil becomes a shlishi. And when you somebody lights the oil in a ner, in a candle, that was tummy mace, my have. What is what's the status of the um of the uh, um, oil that gets put in it? It becomes a shani. So my kamashman, what's the chiddush Rebbe Akiva? Shlishi mutter lasay sheni. That a shlishi atom is allowed to become a sheni. Hainu hach. Rav Chinin Saganikahanim just taught us that. The case was, as we just explained, you had a shlishi hatruma. 
that was thrown into a fire with a Rishon. It's now becoming a Shani. He said that Kahanim never made an issue out of it. Comes along Rabbi Akiva. When you have oil that touches a Tful Yaim, says the Gemara, which means it's a Shlishi, touches something that is a Rishon. It's now going to go into a lamp, a candle, uh, you know, a, a holder that's a Rishon Hatoma. So what's the oil going to become? A Shani. So now the issue is going to be making Shlishi oil into Shani oil. Isn't that the same? Isn't that the Rasha? Isn't that the same halacha Rechim Sganakahanim just told us is Beseder? Amr of Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says, Hacha b'ner shamateches. Askina, no, we're dealing with b'ner shamateches. The Rachmana Amar, the Torah tells us when it comes to metal lamps, b'chalal cherev, that if somebody uh, gets killed by the sword, so the, the sword goes and kills somebody, it's metal. So the sword gets st- stuck into the person, cherev areyu kecholo. The cherev, the metal sword, becomes like the corpse itself. It becomes not a reshine, it becomes an avhatoma, vahavile avhatoma, because of our shlishi mutalas is reshine. Rabbi Kiva's chiddish here is now as follows I have oil that touches a tvulyaim. The oil is a shlishi. The lamp is an avhatoma, because metal that touches a corpse becomes an avhatoma like the sword. Sword's metal goes into the body, the tyrant lets us know, avatoma. The lamp's an avatoma. When I put the oil that's a shlishi into a lamp that's an avatoma, what does that oil become? A rishon. So over here, the shlishi is becoming a rishon. In the rasha, Rabbi Hanin Neskanakahanan was letting us know that a shlishi could become a sheni. Rabbi Akiva's chiddush here is that a shlishi can even become a rishon hatoma, and it's still not a problem. So we have a big chiddush. Yeah, why, why are we assuming that the ner that we're discussing is specifically metal? Maybe you have an earthenware menayr. And maybe you could say that instead of Rabbi Kiva adding on to the chiddush that even a shlishi could, could become a rishon, maybe his chiddush is the ilu hasam tamei In the original case, both of them already uh, had a full status of tumav ilu hacha posel v'tamei. But over here, there's two different categories. One's puzzle and one's tummy. Over here, you had the same thing. You had meat and meat. One meat was, excuse me, one meat was a shlishi. One meat was a, uh, was a rishon. So the meat's now going to go from a shlishi to a sheni. In the case of Rabbi Akiva, the oil is going to go to a it's currently, the oil is currently a shlishi. So, anything that's a shlishi, hatuma is not capable of continuing that tumma. It's going to, the oil would, if somebody, if somebody were to touch this oil right now that's a shlishi, that person will not become tummy. Okay? So what's happening now is as follows. Maybe Rabbi Akiva is telling us a chiddish that even though, until now, this oil that touched the Tzvul Yaim, yeah, it's Tameh, but guess what? It's Tameh without the capacity to passel something or somebody else, because it stops at the Shlishi. It doesn't have the ability to continue the Tumah. Still, you're allowed to put into a Menaira, ah, you know, we'll become a Shani, what's the added Chiddush over Rebbe Hanin Zgan Kahanim? Says, so well, I'll tell you the added chiddush. Because in the case of the whole thing is just being burnt. It's gone. 
Over here, you're taking something that didn't have the ability to be mitame, and you're, gi- you're, re- and you're giving it back by making, moving the shlishi to a sheni, you're giving it back its ability to be mitame somebody now who touches it. Amar Rabba, Rabba says, Masnisen Kishisei. Our Mishnah created a question. Why? In other words, what's our question right now is as follows. There's two ways to understand Rabbi Akiva's Chiddush. Way number one to understand his Chiddush is either he's letting us know a Shlishi could become a Rishon. In order to say that, we have to be dealing with a metal ner. Or maybe the Chiddush is that the Shlishi, which doesn't have the capacity to transmit Toma, can now be brought to a Shani level, which has the capacity to transmit Toma. So the Gemara wants to know why did Rabbi Yehuda have to say we're dealing with the first approach, a metal one? So Amar Rava Mastisa Kishisei. The reason why he had to say we're dealing with the metal one is because my area Tani Ner Shnitma Betami Mace. Why do you got to say specifically that the tumma that this candle has is that it touched a dead body, it touched the corpse? Nisi Shnitma Tera. Say the Ava tumma was a sheretz, anything. Ella rather Ezu Dover Shechaluka Tumasa Bein Tumas Mace L'Sheretz. Have a Yamer Zamatach. These I'll tell you why. Because the only instrument where we find the difference in halacha when it touches an avatuma is metal. If metal touches an avatuma called a sheretz, that metal becomes a rishon. If metal be- touches an avatuma called a mace, it becomes an avatuma because of the body, because of the pasuk talking about the sword. Nachon? So, therefore, says the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda, because he was bothered by this, of why'd you say the the ner was tummy mace? Why don't you just say it was tummy through an avatoma? Give me a general thing. Why are you going to mention mace? It must be, says Rabbi Yehuda, that the Rabbi Akiva wants to let, let us know that we're dealing with a case where mace is unique. Tummy mace is only unique when it comes to metal. When metal touches an avatoma. And that's why Rabbi Yudah wants to understand Rabbi Akiva's Chiddush to be that even a, re, a, a Shlishi could become a Risha. Amar Rava, Rava says, Shema Minah, you can learn from our Mishnah, Kasava Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva holds Tomas Mashke in the Tam Yachirim that liquid, we're now touching on Tomei Mashke, okay, drinks, can be mitame other things, midai raisa. All right? Um, there's a, we're going to learn soon that there's a machloikas about whether liquid can only be mitame other liquid or whether it can mitame things in general. Okay? So he says, you see from here that mashkin could be mitame food. Tame liquid could be mitame food. Dizogdadakdir abonon. Because if it can only be metami other things rabbinically, michti. Let's see. What does the oil being inside this candle do anything at all? If you're going to say that it's as far as puzzling of the oil itself, the oil's already puzzled. What else is it accomplishing? It's already puzzled because it touched its full yon. So Rabbi Akiva must be letting us know that the chiddush is that, to- that, that liquids have the ability to be metame other things. Says the Gemara, Mimai, but where do you see that it's specifically Daraisa? Who says it's Daraisa that it could do that? 
Maybe it's only maybe liquid calling me metame derabbanan. And again, the reason why we're having this discussion is because there's going to be a machlekas about this, whether liquids are metame other things midaraisa or midarabbanan. So the Gemara says it can't be that liquids are metame only midarabbanan. It has to be that they're metame daraisa. Why even midarabbanan? If it's only being metame midarabbanan, my area babatoma. Why does Rabbi Akiva have to say that the oil was put into something that the, the, that was a shlishi was put into something that's an avatuma? Even if it's um, even if it would be a risha and a sheni, it should be tummy. What do you mean? The tanan? Because we explained in the mission. I'll call Anything that that is tummy enough to make truma a puzzle, mashkin is going to be metame mashkin to be an ava to, uh, to, uh, to start a toma, except for a tful yayim. When something touches a tful yayim, it does not turn that liquid into something that has the ability to start a toma. It must be from the fact that this liquid has the ability to start a chain of toma, it must be that the issue, that, that it even has the capacity to do that biblically. And it's not only rabbinically. Okay. We're at the two dots, seven lines to the bottom of Yudalarama Base. We will hold it here for today. Um, and Bez Hashem will pick up from the next part of the Mishnah uh, tomorrow morning at 9 30.